Welcome to the Smarticle Podcast, where we take a good article and make it gooder. Welcome to God Talk Friday on the Smarticle Podcast. We're going to give oh. you five seconds of silence so you can head on up to the clouds and tell God you're ready to talk. Your five seconds of silence brought to you by the Smarticle Podcast. Okay, Brandon, how was your trip to the clouds? Well, first off, I'd like you to tone okay, your good point. energy you. down. I feel like you you're a little animated, and we've talked about this before. You kind of come in, you make you make hand gestures at me, you think it's really funny, you try to stir it up, and then you're like, and let's get holy and not say bad words. You know, I'd rather you say bad words and just keep your tone down. So let's work on Which that. Which is a great reminder, Brandon, if you could refrain from using any of like George Carlin's list of bad words, including flatulence that was, wasn't it like six yeah wasn't it like six it'd words? be great six, seven it's a words. god talk friday just a reminder Brandon. i think it was the seven words that were banned on the air but whatever all right sure. today we're going through a series that center action and contemplation is calling life as a spiritual journey today's episode is mm. called falling down and moving up are you ready brandon oh i was born ready larry here's a smidge a down and an up perspective doesn't fit into our western philosophy of progress nor into our desire for upward mobility, nor into our religious notions of perfection, perfection, or holiness. No one would choose such upheaval consciously. We must somehow fall into it. Those who are too carefully engineering their own superiority systems will usually not allow it. It's much more done to us than anything we do to ourselves. And sometimes non-religious people are more open to this change in a strategy than religious folks are. Let's hear from Jesus, Luke 16, 8. The children of this world are wiser in their ways than the children of light. I've met too many religious and angry Christians and clergy to deny this sad truth, but it seems to be true in all religions and until and unless they lead persons to the actual journey of spiritual transformation. I'm going to try to sum that up, Brandon. Here it is. Let me see if I got this. We fall up. We fall down, then we try to change, and we're transformed, but nobody wants to fall down. Did I get it? No. Not Dang even it. close. No. The, his idea is very simply that the only way we can actually get to a place of true spiritual, it, 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 having any sense of a spiritual life that's real, is to fail. You know, he, he referenced in one where he said, Peter is talking to him and uh, he's saying, you know, I'll never leave you, uh, Rabbi. I'll never leave you, Jesus, remember? And then he says, no, dude, you're going to deny me three times. But he says to Peter, Peter, until you are ground like wheat, you cannot help your brothers. In a sense, until you have been broken down, and I have become convinced of this, that the only way we can help other people is through suffering. So falling upwards is this idea of suffering and then rising up. Okay. I'd like to poke a couple of holes into that right there, Brandon. Sure, feel free. I have known people that have lived the perfect life. Their two parents loved them. They grew up in the suburbs. Then they went to Harvard. Mm -hmm. They studied business. Sure. They made lots of money. Yeah. Maybe someone close to them died, but mostly not. They have lived a great life, and they're good people. They've not failed, and they're good. Yes, but can they help people? This idea of falling upwards is... Do you think, and this is a real question for you, Larry, Robert Olson, do you believe that those people 
actually have a true sense of what Jesus was trying to teach. He talks in this article about the first, the, the last will be first. The last have an advantage over us because they have already understood their need for God's grace. That person you referred to right there, I would bet you dimes of dollars, they're, they're probably lovely people. And they're, maybe they're Christians, maybe not. It doesn't really matter. They probably do good things. They help out when necessary. But do you think that they truly understand their need, their need for the grace of God? That's the difference. Yeah, I would say that person I described is more of a robot than an actual human being. There you go. So they're not, they're not recognizing their need from God. So like my wife and I have taken in this, uh, this baby for three months and it's, I'm like, you know oh what? my God. I didn't know. I know a little. It's not a humble brag because it was really hard. I'll be honest. I'm going to be fully honest on that God Talk Friday. I did not want to take this baby in. I literally told my wife over and I was like, this is a bad idea. We shouldn't be doing this. This baby with special needs. The mom has got issues, blah, blah, blah. It's a foster care program. But what swayed me was we're talking to somebody and they were talking about the program she was in. And the, the leaders of this program that have brought this mother in and this baby, they don't believe in treatment for people with drug addiction. They believe in the power of prayer for people Whoa. in this. Okay. So they, they are literally- I was good with everything so far. Yeah, exactly. They push, I'm like, what? <laughs> so they, they have said, hey, there's only one way to do it. And it's the, and it's the belief system that we have. And that's what's nice. going to cure this. Like, I'm sure there are lots and lots of good things going on in this program that are helpful. But any place that says we're the only ones that know how to do it have missed God's point, have missed the teachings of Jesus. This says, no, no one- knows how to do it. The only thing we can do is lean into God's grace. And here's the thing. I was like, these people are like, hey, we know how to do it. And it's that, oh, it's the same old little analogy of the, of the guy that's sitting on the roof of his house where the floods rise and the boat comes along and he says, no, nah, no, nah, God's going to save me. Then a helicopter comes along and says, no, no, God's going to save me. And then he dies and God's like, hey, I sent people to save you. You didn't reach out. Okay, I'm confused. Out of one side of your mouth, you're saying these people that are taking in these babies are saying the only way that they can get healed is by prayer, which is God. Right. That, that God's the only... No, that's you just missed the point. Oh, God sends people things like treatment programs. That is the answer to prayer. The answer to prayer is understanding that God is, is, has equipped people with certain skill sets. I mean, that's, that's the whole point of the dude on the roof of his house while the flood waters rise and the guy comes along in a boat. He's like, Lord, save me. Guy's like, comes along. Hey, buddy, get in. You're going to drown. He's like, no, the God, Lord will come and save me. The next, and the helicopter comes. No, the Lord will come and save me until he drowns. Like, look, dude, that is God. Those treatment programs are God. I love when you, you give cheap Christian stories. There is nothing better on a God Talk Friday when you try to scare people with the cheap Christian stories. Back Wait, to how is that a cheap Christian story? Okay, hold on. What I also kind of feel like I somewhat got out of this uh, post today was the fact that you, back to my robot friend who's had everything good in their life. Yeah. That cycle never gets broken unless something bad comes into their life. Or Correct. can they make a left turn even though everything's gone good in their life? And Yeah. Well, it was like that idea of that movie – we talked about it on one of these God Talk Fridays about the doctor who gets cancer and he's really arrogant. He's super rich and successful and he's the top guy. And then he gets cancer and it changes everything in his life. He, he becomes friends with different people because he is falling upwards. He's understanding mm. that he, he, no matter how great he is, 
as a doctor, no matter how rich, no matter how successful, there are things that you cannot deal with individually. That's the very point of this, is that when human beings say, I can control the outcome, they lose. I know it's life. You've lived a life. I've lived a life. I think that's certainly true for me. Sure. That if I, there's been things that have overwhelmed me and I've gone down the rabbit hole and I've come out a better person. Mm-hmm. You just think that's true for everybody or yes. is my, okay. Yes. When you and think it's whether about, you let yourself. Yes. When you think about people, when you read, I, I can't remember what, I think it was Eli uh, Weiss's book, Night, when they talked about, um, or it was Viktor Frankl, when he talked about people that were in the camps and how they survived, he said that they could look in the eyes of a person and know if they were going to survive or not. Hmm. Because the people that had hope outside of themselves, right, believed that they could survive this because of something greater than themselves, hmm. they survived. It was those people that said, hey, because I mean, when you went to that kind of horror and that kind of monstrosity, you, there's nothing you can do to get out of it. Nothing. So the point is, is that as human beings, what Roar is saying, and people could disagree with this all they want. That's fine. But what Rora is saying, simply, in order to truly find that sense of godly peace, you have to fall upwards in order to get it. Okay, so before I go, I am jealous of my robot friend because they've had a really great life. <laughs> Seriously. Are you really jealous of them? Yes, of course. Why? They, you have a great life. I, You know, it's true. I do have a great life. But every once in a while, I'm like, oh, man, I wish I had talent to get into Harvard and could run a hedge fund. And get, like, Yeah, man, I just think that it's like – Never, never wish for something like that because I, I truly, well, you do not know what's in that robot's life. I got some bad news, Brandon. That ship has left the dock. I am never going to Harvard. I'm not running a hedge fund. You don't know, man. You don't know what God has in store for you, Lawrence. Oh, Brandon. All right. Brandon, thank you for giving me just a smidge of hope today.